This is a Hoff Studios podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You guys, it's almost holiday season. Actually, it is holiday season. And we're about to be hanging out with a lot of friends and family. So I wanted to dedicate this podcast to boundaries. How do you create boundaries? What are boundaries? And how do you hold them over the holidays? So here are some tips on how to set boundaries with the family and friends you might normally feel triggered by and hijacked around every year. Have you struggled to find ways of setting boundaries without feeling like an asshole? Are you a people pleaser? Are you envious of those who say no confidently without fear or remorse? I have been all of those things. Maybe you just come in hot trying to change and educate your family or friends, creating conflict and frustration, right? Like you're the health coach, try to come home and tell them how to eat, tell them how to improve their lives, or you just kind of like passive aggressively make jabs at them. Yeah, I've done that too. Um, The truth is you do get to take up space in this world and you do not have to be disrespected or emotionally abused and you must do the same for them as well. So take these tips with you this holiday season so that you can create some healthy boundaries for yourself and not repeat old patterns. So first off, I want to start with what are boundaries? Healthy boundaries are decided consciously before you enter any space energetically, emotionally, and physically. What are leaky boundaries? They're when you negotiate your values and comfort for someone else's. Essentially, you're willing to twist yourself into a knot to make them feel comfy. And that ain't it, my friend. So I think we can agree we would all like more healthy boundaries. So I'm going to cover some scenarios and topics that come up a lot around the holidays. So my first tip is know your expiration date. Set a quality time frame to your visit with your family or friends or when you have guests at your house and make it short and sweet. Focus on quality over quantity. I used to try to stay as long as I possibly could at my mom and dad's because they live three or four hours away. But I learned the longer I was home, the more triggered I was and the more room for those unhealthy habits to creep in, leading to shaming, resenting my family, and the visit The visit would actually just end up being tainted. And we would leave feeling so frustrated with each other and like... <laughs> I'm like, thank God that's over, right? That feeling. So also I want to note that when you're having people come to visit you, it's okay for them to stay elsewhere or when you're going to visit them to like grab an Airbnb or a hotel. Blood is not thicker than water. That phrase drives me crazy. I think it's beautiful when families are super close, but I also think that as we're growing, it's important to create space between us, healthy space. And so I don't believe that all families are healthy, the dynamics. It's important to 
protect your own and them have their space and be themselves, right? So while not all triggers are emotional abuse, some are simply complex family dynamics, beliefs, or lifestyle differences. Some triggers are an indication of emotional abuse. Neither have to be tolerated. While creating boundaries can actually create healing between both parties, the empowerment comes along might reveal that the relationship is too toxic and harmful at the moment to submit yourself to this treatment. So you have permission to say no. It's really important to recognize whether those triggers as an adult are stemming from the place of childhood experience or they're stemming from the place of actually now and in the moment. Another differentiation is, you know, so becoming the witness. Another differentiation is what you tolerated as a child from your family specifically is going to be different than what you tolerate from your family now, right? Um, because you were under their care. You were just a child. You didn't know any difference in how love was supposed to be given or projected and how people were supposed to treat you. You were innocent, right? So it's important to recognize if somebody's speaking to you in an emotionally abusive way, and if they are really nipping it in the bud and saying, no, I won't tolerate being spoken to like that. And it doesn't have to come out like that, but it could just be like, you know, the way you're speaking to me is really hurtful. And I know that we're used to this dynamic, but I'd like you to stop. And it can be as simple as that. So the next tip for you is do not try to change the humans. Stop trying to change people. Boundaries are where you end and someone else begins. That might be obvious, but what does that mean? That means you are in control of your body and your life, and I am in control of mine. And that goes both ways. Honoring that truly finding a deep compassion and respect for other people's opinions and beliefs and lifestyle is first before anybody could ever respect yours, right? It is a mirror. I know that's the hardest pill to swallow. And listen, Aunt Sally may never respect you and she might tell you about it, but this practice will help you grow your reverence for yourself and others. If you're going into your family space, it is really important to remember that as a self-help conscious millennial on a mission to make break, break generational patterns, I know just how hard that is to not come in swinging, trying to fix everything, heal them, teach them your way of living and thinking, especially eating. That's a big trigger for me, right? So do not come in swinging, just really be the witness. That leads me to my next point. Don't give unsolicited advice to friends and family. And this goes for all the time. Deciding how somebody should feel and telling them how to feel is an actual violation. Often there will be family drama or conversations that feel like gossip or somebody going on and on about their problems, right? We've all been there. So instead of trying to fix this, just witness them. This often soothes and calms the angst anyways. So I'm going to give you some actual phrases in how to do that because this is a practice. This is a coaching technique. This is a psychological technique. Therapists use this, right? And so we don't really talk to each other in this manner 
on a regular basis, but I'm going to give you these specific phrases and I want you to write them down and really practice them because it takes practice saying them. And I want you to try to say them in this tone. So let's just say somebody's going on and on or gossiping or you're having a, a hurtful conversation, right? Any of these things. So these phrases will help you find more understanding and empathy. The first one is simply, I understand how you feel, period. Just witness their feelings, witness their emotions, or you can mirror them. You can say, it sounds like you feel frustrated, or it sounds like you feel X, Y, Z, whatever it is that you're witnessing them feeling that can bring a lot of relief to somebody. Or you can say, what has led you to feel that way? If you wanted to really understand where they're coming from, or if you don't understand, you can say, I may not understand exactly how you feel, but I'm here for you and I still love you. And that's a really good one to disarm somebody who's really emotionally amplified You can just say, I understand exactly how you feel and I'm here for you. I still love you, especially if you don't really understand where they're coming from or their emotion seems to be heightened and you just can't get them to like settle down. It's a really beautiful way to just get them back in their body and back in the space. The last one is simply, I get that. I understand. It goes a long way in helping somebody feel seen and heard. All right. Here is another one. Decide and write a list of what you will and will not stand for. Something like gossip, arguing, food, alcohol being pushed on you, etc. Holidays are obviously historic for bringing out the pusher in everyone. Someone wants you to just loosen up, have a drink. Someone wants you to rant about family and gossip or food equals love. Come on, just have another bite or you have to try my pumpkin pie, right? Or like, who cares if it's not gluten-free? Just take the day off, whatever it is that is against your boundary, right? So once you write this list and decide what these are and what your boundaries are, really meditate on them and find your inner strength around them before you talk or before you walk into the space. If you're going into a party or somewhere else, you can easily leave. I want you to really remember that you can literally just leave the actual house or even just to remove yourself to another room for a few minutes with no excuse. If you are staying with family, remember that there are other spaces, right? I think so often we get into these experiences and we get in to the family dynamics and we're sitting on the couch or we're sitting at the dinner table and the heat rises and the emotions run strong. And that thing that you knew was going to happen is happening and you start to get pissed, right? You can literally just leave, remove yourself. So I'm going to give you some phrases to stop somebody from pushing on you. So here's one. I understand you want me to have a good time. I've decided though that I don't want to do X, Y, Z, and I need you to respect that. Thanks. Like, Hey, I've decided I'm not going to eat any dessert. It triggers me. And I've decided that I'm just not. Can you just respect that? Thanks. That's it. Or I understand that you are blank, 
which is a feeling they're experiencing, right? Like I understand you're excited, but, or I understand you're frustrated, but I don't really want to gossip or talk about this behind their back. Can we change the topic? Or you can say, I understand you're really frustrated, but I don't really want to gossip. Can you, I think you should have a conversation with them about this. That's one I use a lot. Point them back to the source of their frustration and show them how they can deal with it, right? Just reminding them, go have a conversation with them. It's not going to be as hard as you think. Another one, when you ask me to blank, it's really frustrating. I don't want to do that. I don't do that or want to do that. So when you ask me to eat the pasta, I'm just using generic examples for, you know, healthy humans. Like when you want, when you ask me to eat that pasta, it's really frustrating. I don't eat gluten and I don't want to do it. And then here's a great phrase to excuse yourself. I'm so frustrated that if we try to keep discussing this, I'm going to say something hurtful. I'm going to go take a walk, maybe 30 minutes. And when I get back, I might be able to talk then, but I don't want to make any promises. Gives them time to cool off, you time to cool off. And maybe you will be able to have that conversation and maybe you won't want to engage in it anymore, but just give yourself the out. Say, I'm going to go take a walk. I'll be back. Right. And lastly, create an out time and stick to it. Whether it's a party, a dinner, an event, or like a holiday family situation, these events can obviously go in any direction. And when you have a business, a healthy lifestyle, a family, things that you're committed to, the easiest way to get in and out unscathed (laughs) is to have an out time for yourself. That way it's easy to leave. Sign up for a workout class in the morning, schedule a meeting early the next day. And if you've done either of those, the out will be clear and easy. Maybe it's just like a nail appointment. I don't know. Like just give yourself something to do the next day that you can easily commit to that you'll desire to be at. And it'll make it easier for you to say, sorry, I've got to go. I have this to do tomorrow. And if something comes up that makes you uncomfortable, here's a few phrases to get you moving. Thank you so much for inviting me. I feel like it's time to leave. Like that's it. I just, Hey babe, thanks for inviting me. I just feel like it's time to leave. I'll see you later. Bye. Right. But don't you want to stay? You always leave early. Come on. Why? I know I appreciate the invite, but I'm committed to my health or I appreciate the invite, but I have some work to do in the morning or thanks for the invite, but my sleep and routines are really important to me. Whatever it is, like be, be sincere, be honest. There's another great one. I under, I understand, but it's starting to get rowdy and that's my cue. If you are highly empathetic, if you're really sensitive, if you don't like to drink a lot, if you don't like to overconsume, if you don't want to be around people partying, I have a lot of friends like that, especially in the spiritual community. You're highly empathic. Just be real. Be an example. It doesn't matter what people think about you. You don't have to explain all of that. You can just be like, it's getting rowdy. Gotta go. Love you guys. Have a great time. Like we've all ghosted people at the bar, but now as adults, it's like, feels so much harder. I get it. I've been there getting really good at it now though. No shame. I just leave. (laughs) So I could go on and on, but the one thing I want to leave you this is this is your life and you only get one. 
You are worthy of being treated with love and absolute respect, as are your family and friends. Boundaries do not have to hurt, but some people will receive them as pain, and that is not your emotional responsibility and burden to carry. You are responsible for only you and protecting yourself. And when you are not doing so, you are actually self-harming. It's important to set boundaries with kindness, being firm while also respecting the humanity of the other person on the other side. Your boundaries are not wrong just because someone else does not like them. So I hope you enjoy your holiday, however you decide to, and let me know if these come in handy. Raise your hand if you're a recovering people pleaser. Let's fucking go this holiday season with our boundaries. Thanks, guys. Every week we have a recurring segment and I share my favorite things, tangible products to use, things to walk away with above and beyond the inspiration of these conversations. Think this week's rebellious perspective. What if boundaries were our roadmap to inner peace? What if your voice was a tool of alchemy? How would you visualize it and use it differently? I'll leave you with this quote, the boundary to what we can accept is the boundary to our freedom. Tara Brock. Read, Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself by Manedra Glover Tawab. End the struggle, speak up for what you need, and experience the freedom of truly being yourself. Healthy boundaries. We all know we should have them in order to achieve work-life balance, cope with toxic people, and enjoy a rewarding relationship with partners, friends, and family. But what do healthy boundaries really mean? And how can we successfully express our needs and say no and be assertive without offending others? Go read that book. The link is in my show notes. I hope that you guys have an amazing week, holiday, and end of 2022. It has been my absolute pleasure to share my perspective on boundaries with you. Have an amazing day. Mm -hmm.